Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Danny Mac joins us, Carriker and Smallman on 101 ESPN, and we wish Danny Mac a Happy New Year. Dan, we just had the discussion about when you stop saying Happy New Year. Do you have an opinion on when you stop saying Happy New Year? No. (laughs) (laughs) How you doing? Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you guys, too. How you doing? Everything's great. Hey, I want to start with this because it's something that... As the lockout continues, we have to start considering how important is it for you to be able to see the full last year of Yachty and Wayno? Yeah, I, I've been doing some thinking about that, and um, I, I want to see a full 162. I, I think that um, if we had a reduced season of some sort, and I, I don't know what that would look like, that would rob fans of certain cities maybe and and depending on how they would you know reduce the season of you know would you would you take away this city would you take away interleague play would you wind up not having as many times in a certain city um that would be unfortunate you know that would be uh, that would be terrible and i, I don't want to see that and so i, I want to see the full 162 and I, i'm with you randy and michelle i i have done some thinking about that i don't think we're going to get to that point but i definitely have gone down that road of thinking about it and um i don't want to see it i i, I just don't want to see it I'm with you, Dan. I want the full 162. I want to see Wayno and Yachty on their last dance. And I've been thinking about other players I'm really excited to see. Oh, and by the way, by yes, the way, yes. by the way, hold on now. Okay. Okay, hold on. I don't know if you guys are, are with me on this. I, I do think it'll be Yachty on, on his last dance. I'm not sold on the whole Wayno, his last dance yet. Ooh. I'm just not sold on it yet. Go on. Well, I so I've been doing some numbers with him, too, and – I, I, you know, there was there was four guys that threw 200 innings last year, and he's one of them. I mean, it, it was crazy the year that he had. And you start thinking about, like, Adam Wainwright uh, and the Hall of Fame. And I'm not talking Cardinals Hall of Fame. That's a slam dunk. But there, there are four guys that had 200 innings. Zach Wheeler, Wainwright, Walker Bueller, Sandy Alcantara. Now, you had the COVID-19 effect. You had pitch counts. You had openers. You had 26-man rotation or 26-man uh, rosters, and yet four guys wind up getting to 200 innings. He's one of them, and he's 40 years old, and so he's missed basically two full seasons. And he's in, in a way he's kind of on borrowed time, right? I mean, he's he's an oddity when he's pitching this late at, at this kind of, of of late in his career and age and all that kind of stuff. 
you start thinking about his numbers, he he's getting to that point where you start looking at his numbers and thinking, man, does this guy have a chance at the Hall of Fame? And if he has another year like he put together, I think he's got a chance. With the modern-day look at the Hall of Fame, I think he's got a chance. I really do. I would love it, Dan, if it was not Adam Wainwright's last dance, but I just hope that his family all votes play when he asks them to do the video again at the end of the season because I think that's obviously a huge part of it, too, is he's looking at his children and they're growing up, and I just wonder how severe that tug is for him on whether to play or not to play to spend more time with his family. Yeah, I'm with you on that one, too, and I've talked to him about this, Michelle, and he has said – that when he decides that it's over and that it's, you know what, I'm not going to play, he said that first year that he's out, he's really out. Now, uh, seeing is believing with both these guys, and that includes Yachty, by the way, yeah. when, when he says that he's done, he's done, because I thought three years ago when he said he's done, he's done, and then here we are three years later. Um, but he said, talking about Wayno, he said that first year that he is going to be home. Truly home. He, he's not going to leave the house. You know, he's going to go play golf or do whatever, but he's going to be a homebody, and it's not going to be with baseball. Now, again, seeing is believing. Now, does that mean he's not going to go in the booth with me for a few games, or he's not going to be down at spring training in uniform and kind of be that consultant for a little bit or make a weekend trip to St. Louis and help out the club um, and, and be a coach? I don't know. I, I, I think he would love to have that hybrid role. I don't want to speak for him, but my guess is that would be what he wants to do. Uh, but again, and I also think that maybe there's a national role on television for him. I, I think there's going to be, you know, the, these national roles on television for him. He's already proven he can do it, that if he wants to do it um, on Fox or to be at MLB Network, they're, they're going to they're gonna gobble him up, man, and, and try to get him. So, I think there's going to be a role for him, but I advised him immediately. I said, look, man, when you're out of sight, you're out of mind. And the people that are the most yearned for people are the ones that are in uniform. It's the 26 that are down there. And I don't care how big your name is. When you're out of the game, you're out of the game. And that's the truth. It's the guys in uniform that are the most yearned for. So even when you take that year off, as big a name that you are, you're out of the game. And so you got to stay in the game some way, somehow. Dan, in addition to Wayno and Yachty, when I think about players that I'm really excited to see in this upcoming season, Dakota Hudson's name keeps floating to the top of the list. He could really be an unbelievable X factor for this Cardinals team. For sure. And I think it's Wayno, Hudson, Michaelis, Flaherty, Mats. That's the rotation. And I've got some wild cards. I think you look at Hicks, Reyes, Woodford. I still am bullish, if you will, on Oviedo, and I know that people look at what happened with his uh, numbers in the rotation, and they're, they're not good, obviously, but I, I think that the rotation can be good. If I had money to spend, I'd still spend it on spitch, uh, pitching, and I'd still spend it on looking at a left-handed bat coming off the bench, a veteran, but when you look at Hudson, with what I saw, saw at the end of last season, um, I, it's, it's hard not to be excited about what I saw. And and I, I think that they're counting on him being a guy that in this rotation going every fifth day. Now, we were just talking about innings and the lack of innings in, in starting rotations across the board in Major League Baseball. There's, there, there's just not a lot of guys throwing a ton of innings. So what am I looking for? I'm just looking for a guy to give me a start every fifth day. And if he's healthy, he's going to give you a chance to win. And I think that's what I think 
the Cardinals are looking for every fifth day, you know, a guy that is healthy and gives you a chance to win. And I think that's when you look at the defense, couple it with the defense, that's what he's going to give you a chance to do is to win because he gives you ground balls. Dan, let's turn to the National Baseball Hall of Fame. As we speak, the Ryan Thibodeau Hall of Fame tracker has Scott Rowland at 72.4%. Now, there are only wow. 34% of ballots known. And by the way, Ortiz is at 82%, Bonds is at 80 and Clemens at 79 But Scott Rowland is right there on the edge. And I kind of think, based on what we're seeing, that he's going to make it this year. In, in the Athletic, they had 10 of their voters list their ballots all wow, 10 Randy, he went up that much yes he right now he's at 72.4 percent wow i didn't know if you I, I didn't think he was going to go up that much did you i i didn't either and, and now we'll say it again only 34 percent of the ballots are known but i think that's a pretty good indication it's a pretty good sample size and i would guess people are looking at the numbers, looking at what he accomplished, what he was as a player, why he declined a little bit after 2006 and had those couple of down years. I, I would think if you do look closely at Scott Rowland, you say, you know what, he is a Hall of Famer. Oh, I think he is a Hall of Famer. I mean, the uh, the numbers bear it out that he is a Hall of Famer. Now, my thinking was, I don't know if you're with me on this, I, I thought that when some of the steroid guys got off the ballot this year, that next year would be the year that he would get in. Did you think that too? I did, yes. So I thought that that would kind of clear the way for him to get those votes, that if some of the the voters were voting for those guys and they didn't get in, that then those votes would go towards Scott Rowland. Now, I mean, it's to me, if you really dive into what he did, he's in. Um in terms of being, and, and I think more of the voters now look because of sabermetrics at defense more than ever. Uh, Roland won eight gold gloves during his career. In Major League history, only Brooks Robinson and Mike Schmidt have more at third base. Mm-hmm. You know, only two third basemen in Major League history have a combination of 300 home runs and eight or more gold gloves. Mike Schmidt, Scott Roland. Roland is only one of seven third basemen in history to post a minimum of 300 home runs and a 120 OPS plus. So Roland, you know, you start looking at those numbers at what I just did. His his WAR is above 70, and the average for those inducted at third base is 68. So you start looking at those numbers. Even the ones I gave that are, you know, the the last one I gave is the the modern look at it. He's above it. So and then I I, I just gave you the ones that are kind of the the standard, he's well above those. And and I, I just think he's in. And so also, if you look at just the dominance of the decade that he played in, he's the best player at his position. And I think if you would have said, okay, now we let's introduce shifts to the game and w- when he played, he would have been a shortstop. I, I think that, you know, like, for instance, they're talking about the Yankees trading for Matt Olson, right, right. To, to play shortstop. I think there would have been teams that said, hey, can we trade for, for Scott Rowland to go play shortstop? I, I believe that there would have been teams that would have done that. And I, I think if there were times now, there were teams that would have said, hey, we could we could play, you know, we have an injury. Let's put uh, Rowland at shortstop for three weeks. We, they would have been fine. He's that good. So I, 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 I'm not sure he's going to get in this year. It's going to be close, but I think next year for sure he gets in. And if he gets in this year, it won't, it won't surprise me, but – to me, he said it to the Hall of Fame, and he is a Hall of Famer. I did the majority of his games 
He's the best uh, third baseman I've ever seen and in defensively. And that includes watching the guy that I just saw this year, Nolan Arenado. I, I think he's better than Nolan. And now that may change when I watch Nolan play next year and the year after that and the year after that. But even watching this year, Scott Rowland is the best I've ever seen. And finally, Dan, we don't want to bury the lead. You still think that we're going to have a full season? I do. Um, the way I look at it, guys, is the the deadline is you probably need, what do you think, three weeks to get ready? Yes, we've done that already with the Camping World uh, training, uh, training Camp 2 <laughs> back in 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what's opening day, the 28th of March? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so let's say March 1st being like kind of the really hard deadline. March 1st deadline to get something settled and get players into camp by March 4th? Yeah, 5th? that's that's kind of where I'm at. Um, I'm going to say the, the, the 1st of March would be my deadline. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. Um, I think I'm going to get a little, well, I'm starting to get a little antsy. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get really antsy by... I'd say middle of January and then like kind of coming out of my skin by uh, end of January and then like going nuts by middle of February. We've got an open chair for you here. I'll be there January 31st when, uh, when, when uh, your, your partner is deciding to leave for a while. Okay. That'll be fun. You want to chime in there? Uh, hey, Dan's going to be here for about two weeks, so we're going to yeah. see a lot, see and hear a lot of Danny Mac. And thank you for filling in, Dan. This is a long time coming for me. For those who don't know, I'm going out of the country for two weeks. So, be safe. Be thank safe. You. Be I safe. Will. Yeah, I uh, I look forward to it. We will talk to you later, and we will have you on the show again on Monday. Look forward to it. We're going to do it every Monday. Looking forward to that as well, Danny. Thank you, and happy New Year again. You got it, guys.